Is ESG in Alabama or is it just somewhere far away? And what about a guy moving from California to Alabama? Has somebody really done that? And what about in Utah, a non-white classroom? What in the world is that all about? Welcome into this week's edition of Alabama Unfiltered. It is your favorite podcast. Don't forget you can find us in any of the places where you download podcasts or watch podcasts or whatever it is that people do. Please give us a thumbs up, a five stars, all of those kinds of things. Please tell other people about it. Also, remember that we are powered by 1819news.com. Go visit 1819news.com. Sign up for their newsletter and their daily detail. You'll want to know that, and it'll keep you up to speed on all the things happening in the state of Alabama. Abs, Amy Beth Shaver, is with me today. Al, Big Al. Well, she hates that because it has something to do with the Crimson Tide. Roll Tide. Al is not with us. But Abs and I are here, and we appreciate you being with us. Abs, what's going on? I really like the whole Abs and Al. You abs. just decided this week that yes. we were going to have nicknames. I like it. So it are we, what's your middle name? Why can't we? My middle name? We'll do my middle name. Scott. What's your first name? No, I'm not saying. No, it's Jason. I don't have good. Y'all have cool names. That's a abs. cool name. It's like Scott. Don't you guys think Scott. that's a cool Jason Scott Beeson? It does. JSB? But, it sounds but, like but a do, president's name. But do name. my first name and then my last name. Jason Beeson. I see. Mm, yeah. See, my parents didn't do that. They well, did Jason Scott. Jason Scott. Sounds great. Go with it. Yeah. And didn't fully, they didn't fully vet it. Well, so are you like J. Scott Beeson? Like, do no, you sign I tried it that, that for way? a little while. Didn't work. No, I just didn't like it. I'm just I Scott mean, Beeson. Did you not try it in the legislature? Like when you're down there, you didn't? No, no, I was always Scott Beeson. Scott Beeson. And, and it kind mm. of became that my name was really two names. Like folks that we would see, little kids. When I first ran for office, there was a little kid in my in my community that uh, I had done some construction work for, and he they had a yard sign for me when right, I was campaigning, right. and it said Scott Beeson on it. So to him, my name was Scott Beeson. It wasn't Scott. It wasn't Mr. Beeson or whatever. It was always Scott Beeson, Scott Beeson. Aww. So it kind of, and it actually kind of worked that way. Even when I was in politics, it was always just Scott Beeson. It just, it's like it one works. word. It's it. like one word in a foreign language. Well, but it's yeah, not, it makes sense. But it's not as cool as abs and owl. It's like well, abs and owl sounds... You know, you know, you got Scott and then you got Abs and Al, where it's Abs, Al, and Scott. There, Al, we could Abs, probably make t-shirts. I don't know. But I mean, Abs you don't and know. Al, you know, it has a cool 2022 kind of thing to it. It, it does, it, especially since the young people Oh yeah, y'all are, are abbreviating y'all, everything. Um, I see so that you have um, oh, I have my handy dandy coffee cup. I do. It's customized, especially as a gift yeah. from Al, because she's not here. That's and, right. And she loves coffee cups And she cups left her coffee so cup, because it's got her name on it, and I'm, I'm borrowing it, apparently. Yeah. Oh, you should. You think and we're not telling anyone. Yes, it is. Don't right now. Why should, don't tell her. Because she won't everybody. watch this, because she's not on it. She won't. Okay. Good deal. No, she will watch it, because she's faithful and loyal and, and she'll awesome. she'll say, don't drink she's on the program, awesome. and you're right in front of the mic drinking and swallowing, and that's a no-no. That's true. It's a no-no. But you know what? Today, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about what's going on in the world. Actually, in Alabama. Did you okay. know that? Is there anything going on now? Football season? Um, yes, football season. But there's mm-hmm. something that's more important than football season. Did you know people are actually moving to Alabama? From where? Because uh, that's what I'm afraid of. California. Really? Yes. Did you see the story? I didn't think California on- people would move to Alabama because we don't wear shoes. We're not very smart, not apparently. Not very smart. Not very educated. Can't read. Mm-mm. I don't even know why you're here. Look, All the women so are at home, pregnant, I, barefooted, and you're out running I'm around. Out. I don't understand. I'm out. But I want to tell you that um, also right now in this moment, uh, my computer has decided not to allow herself to get on Wi-Fi. So did you I see am, that one though? Yeah, you just, you I just did. messed up. You called what? her a her. Oh, it's a man. No, I didn't. I know, but you said your computer will not allow herself to be. And well, that yeah, is there's a new are... there's a new thing from the uh, who does the who does the handbooks? I just saw it today. One of the what? the Associated Press guidebook yes. on you are not supposed to refer to ships, countries, I think cars, other things. You can't call them hers or he's like you used to. What are you supposed to call they're, it? They're, they're, they're it's. So that we're we're just going to become an. an like nothing. Right. Like if you like call your car, nothing. you call your truck Betsy or your tractor well, Betsy. Well, my car PJ. Everybody well, knows that. Well, you can't that. do that. That's Why? wrong. It's, it's because it's sexist or something. 
And then you call the computer her. Why? Because she has to do all the work. She, stays she does. Inside. What, she's she Wonder stays Woman. Out Look, of rain. this is my Wonder Woman sticker. I get she's it. Wonder she's Wonder a woman. She's a girl. Well, no doubt. You know what? Thanks to me for um, bringing that up. I had no idea people. Do they really have that much time on their hands? Yes, they do. They that just started. Brand new. That we're not allowed to name anything. We all must become it for the greater good. Right. That's right. Sure. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> That's what we're doing. I just great. I, look, I care about people. And I don't want you to get in trouble. No, you don't. Because you could be somewhere where somebody's kind of snowflakey, and you could say she won't hook to the internet, and then you're immediately written off. I should excuse myself from that room. You should probably go protest yourself right now. Yeah, I should. You know what? When I get to my car, my car is so smart. She is so smart. She probably already has a sign on her car that said, you big dummy, don't say that. She probably won't even... Start. I want to be it. She'll be on strike. Who doesn't want to go from being a person to an it? <laughs> that makes so much sense. I'm with you. It's absolutely. Good well, at least heavens. you know. Well, now I know. But I'm more excited that someone chose to move to Muscle Shoals. As my shirt says, mm-hmm. we have a place in the Shoals. Did you, you had the shirt on before you knew about the story? I had the shirt on because I wear the shirt almost, well, probably two or three days a week. Like too okay. much. Because right. they don't make any more of this shirt. Right. And I'm very proud is of North vintage? Alabama. It's I mean, not, not that you're old enough for vintage. I but. am old enough for vintage. I'm a grandma now, and that means I can say whatever I want, and I'm vintage. I mean, isn't 50 vintage? Do you have candy it? in your purse yet? Uh, no, I have gum. I always okay. have gum. Okay. Well, Generally, I have candy. chocolate in my purse. Mm, that'll work. After this, you know you what? You may be a grandma. It's going to be my my aim in life to keep it. But my grandbaby is so little, she can't have any of the things that... Right. How's she doing? That, ...that honey can provide for her. Uh, she's doing well. Are you she's, honey? I'm is honey. that the grandma's mm-hmm, name? Mm-hmm. Why do you do? You, do okay, there are there's some mysteries I don't know because do grandmas get to pick their own names? Well, smart grandmas do. Okay. Because if you're like you don't me, be granny? I don't want to be granny Why? because I'm not dead. Granny's not dead. I'm dead. I had a yes, great granny. I had two great grannies. Grannies are wonderful, granny, granny. but grannies yes, are wonderful post eighty. Oh, I so is that is that the thing? 50. Women don't want to be grannies no. anymore because y'all aren't we old enough to be, be grannies. We want to be our gra- my my, you know, like all of our moms pick their names. Really, and the first thing I am not kidding because we live in the South. The very first thing people asked me once I told them that Emmy was having a baby, right. what is your grandmother name? Okay, you need to establish it early and repeat it often, so, so it'll that be she set calls in. you what okay. you want to be called. That doesn't sound right. I could be is the OG. The way, I could the be the OG, though. The OG? Mm-hmm. So you going to call you OG? Mm-hmm. Like old granny? The original. Oh, I was going with old granny. Mm-mm, not old granny. So how? So so women get to pick their granny name. Yeah. And they pick the grandfather's name, too? Well, Chris picked Doc because that's what he is. That's true. But he always had a cool name. It's going to stick. No, it's not. He's going to be Papa or Papa or something. No, he's not. He's going to be Doc. No. No. You know what? Then let's place a bet. Okay. We can bet. But y'all got to give me a little influence. I mean, I could work. Little kids kids love me. Believe (laughs) it or not. Dogs and little kids. Speaking of, wouldn't y'all like to know how bus driving is going? I'd say yes. How many little dumplings do you have in your bus every day? More than the bus will hold. Really? I, like I do. How, I know how many people is that? Are, I know what does that mean? I'm driving. Okay, so so I do two different loads every day. Okay. So because I do two different places. You know, my husband wants to be a bus driver. Really? No, seriously. It really He's is. He's wanted to buy a bus. I, I have the since I, have the I have the best kids. Okay. Um, there it's always entertaining. Yes, it's loud, but uh, sometimes I have like 50 kids on the bus. So all those folks are like, I can't, I can't manage the 25 or 30. I have 30 kids. It's terrible. 50 kids on a bus in the afternoon. They smell bad, too. Is absolute mayhem. But, but luckily, I drive for the county, and they don't have air conditioning on the buses. Oh, thanks, So the county. windows are open, so all okay. the uh, the little stinky kid smell is yeah. just right out the windows behind me. Yeah. But it, but it, so far, it's been good. It really, really has. And, I mean. And, and some people thought that I had the bus that would like be just crazy. Yeah. But the little kids and I seem to, seem to get along. Some of them so, are super sweet, super nice. They're, you know, they might have little, little disagreements from time to time. When you have fifty kids trying to find a seat on a bus, right? But it's it's been good so far. Is it hard to drive a bus because that thing is massive? And I do drive they a land barge are myself. Giant. I mean, were so you like a little you drive, bit scared? If you drive a big SUV, you still can't comprehend the bus. 
Okay, so it's bus. like seven times it my is, SUV. It is gigantic, and it doesn't turn around. So, like, if you, um, it's funny because they have these rules. Like, never you try your best never to back up a bus because that's when so people can't see. Forward. Always going forward, try okay. not to back up. So my route, very first day, I have to back up. Oh, oh, oh! I have two backups, no matter what. And then I have to go buy some houses that are being built. So the guys that do the framing and stuff are in their van, you know? Yes. And they're parked out in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of the road, there's a vehicle that's like abandoned. So you got to squeeze the bus through, go down to the mm-hmm. cul-de-sac. There's people who park exactly where the bus has to back up. So Excellent. all that was kind of nerve-wracking. Actually, I, bu- I back up three times. Okay. Three times every morning, three times every afternoon. How many feet long is the bus? I don't know. Long? I thought I would think you math person say maybe would know. 40 feet probably. Really? Mm-hmm. It's long. It's very long. And very big, very wide, very long, and it's not fast. And But it's, it's cool. People do, I mean, people do see the bus most of the time. There's still some people you're like, how do you miss a gigantic yellow bus? You didn't see me coming? Those people don't see anybody coming, so they're dangerous. But most people kind of get out of the way and all that kind do of stuff. Do they stop when you put your stop sign and flashers out and stuff? I mean, do people Every, try to run around everybody you? Everybody always, okay, so you're probably... Probably saying things I shouldn't talk about, oh. but I try to make sure they can't where I stop and how okay. I stop okay. and That's for, the, for the safety of the little kids. Really, right. I mean, because so. you're eventually you're doing this with your bus. Yes, the little sign goes out, and I've not had a problem. But people always talk about that people go around. Yes, but I do all the things you're supposed to do. You're checking the mirrors, making sure my and my kids believe it or not, they stay right there and wait, oh, which took a few days. How cute. Get all the little kids off, and then you check everything. Say going back across. It actually has been good. Now they are crazy sometimes. I'm sure, especially okay, on Friday afternoon. Right, here's the thing, but I know we got I know we gotta move on for other stuff. But I figured out a trick. Now what it was almost it? unbearable to start with. So a couple of days ago they were really, really loud. And I don't I don't mind loud, but I mind the little kid who screams like they're dying. Oh yes. Because I think, oh my gosh, they're dying. they're dying. I need to stop. Somebody's been, you know, stabbed or jumped out the window. And so I was like, Hey y'all, y'all aren't being loud enough. Let's just be as loud as we possibly can be. So for like 20 seconds, they're just screaming to the top of their lungs. People on the side of the road are like, think something's wrong. I mean, the bus is screaming loud. I'm like, I want to plug my ears loud. And they kind of wore themselves out because they first they thought it was the greatest thing ever. We can scream like crazy. And then they're like, y'all be quiet. Are you serious? I am serious as a heart attack. Did you learn that from somebody else? I've kind of learned it from all the years when I was coaching little kids and okay. stuff or they're like wanting to do yeah. something like, okay, great, let's do that. And let's just do it till you wear yourself out. And then you're like, this is not fun anymore. So it kind of worked that way. I appreciate the psychology behind that. a lot. Well done. Years in the legislature. Well, Works exactly the same as a school bus. Now, here's what I'd like to talk about the bus. And this is my really very cool transition. Mm-hmm is I bet your bus would get a zero score on the ESG scale. Probably. I mean, Now, you're talking about the, is it the equity, social? Environmental, environmental, social governance. That's it. Which we all know works so well. But I'm thinking about you and your school bus, and I'm saying to myself, I bet that would get a failing grade from the powers that be who are on their way to ruining our world. Well, my my bus is diesel-powered. Well, there's that. Okay. So, so congratulations. So, yes. I mean, I, when I'm driving, I'm like, I'm pollu- I'm destroying the climate. That's pretty much <laughs> what I'm thinking. It makes me happy. <laughs> I mean, but did you hear what's happening, though, in Alabama? Did you see on... No, we had the show on ESG yes. what, last week or the week before. We did. Right? And I'm trying and, desperately to get my Wi-Fi up, so you keep okay, talking. We'll see if she can get there. Come on, API. And then, so... We talked about that, and we talked about how crazy it was that um, different entities were using this ESG rating, mm-hmm. and that would decide whether or not you're a good company to invest in or whatever. And then I happened to have the chief, I think, the chief financial officer of the state of Florida on my radio program last week, and he was talking about that because he had been working hand-in-hand with Governor DeSantis, mm-hmm. and they were coming out with that whole press conference or plan to tell everybody if y'all are doing these things, the state of state of Florida is not going to invest there. Right. And I was like, that is a great idea. We talk about it on the show all yeah, the time. We did, right. Why is Florida leading? I wonder what we're doing. I wonder what we're thinking. What are we doing in the state of Alabama? And now we have the state of Alabama 
cares about. Is that, is that, is that the story you're I talking mean, about? I mean, essentially, yes. And that, that is, if I could get it to pull up, that would be right. great. Um, but it's not. And so you really begin to wonder what in the world are people thinking if they're introducing this into, um, into the factors, what, whatever it, for state government, for our everyday lives. But you look at this and you go, who thinks that this is a good idea? Because we can look at the stock prices of the companies who follow this, quote, governance right. uh, put in place by the powers that be, and they didn't do well. We know that it hurts their business. financial returns were, were not good were for their stockholders. They were poor. And yet what we have, and it looks like this is a case in Alabama mm-hmm. as well, that people are not saying we are not going to do right. this. So the retirement systems of Alabama, I guess that was the, the, mm-hmm. the main group, says, yeah, we're looking at those things. We're looking at ESG factors yes. to decide what we're going to invest Alabama taxpayer dollars, Alabama retiree dollars, Alabama dollars, in and and it's, it's kind of disappointing when you when you look at a Florida, you would think that the retirement systems of Alabama or whoever's in charge would say, okay, look, we know why they're asking. Florida's trying to avoid this. There's not a good reason because. So now my question is, okay, well, who's going to hold the people at the retirement system? It's their responsibility to make sure that state retirees, teacher retirees, have a retirement someday in the future. Right. They should be expected to get as much return as is legally possible on those investments. I don't want them investing in uh, fentanyl and, you know, in the um in the drug cartels, which I'm sure the return will be great if you could do that, but if they're playing over there in that ESG lane, right. Then s- somebody needs to answer for that. They do. Because there is so much money in the retirement system just a small change in return percentage wise is millions and millions and millions of dollars. And they ought not be able to go play ESG with millions of that. They owe the taxpayers that money now. Right. Do they not? Yeah, they do. And so even, you know, this brings me to this point though, or this question, there may be people out there that are going, wait, what is the retirement systems of Alabama? What is that? Right. What about for people who don't know what that is? They've probably never heard of it. Yeah, they never, they I mean, never, because you never, see the RSA and you're like, oh, the RSA, right. the RSA. Yeah, there's RSA Tower and RSA what Plaza. What is the RSA? The Retirement Systems of Alabama. That is what RSA stands for. Mm-hmm. And what happens is there's a retirement system for state employees and there's a retirement system. I guess you could just like them as, as funds. Yes. And those employees put all their money in a bucket and somebody, the RSA takes that money in the bucket and goes invest at places. So that the money grows more than there is, and then that's what they use to try to pay the retirees and their retirement stuff. So if that fails or doesn't do as well as it could, then that means retirees are at risk. That means their retirement at risk. And last time I checked, when I was still in the legislature, we still had tremendous unfunded liabilities, Mm. which means that we know how many people should retire. Right. And unless the COVID vaccine takes them out, I don't mean that laughingly, but it's a chance. Right. Um, we're not going to be able to pay all those retirements years in the future. Mm-hmm. So the retirement system really has no excuse for playing around with ESG. They've got to be making as much as they possibly can. But they kind of historically have always been a little bit on the progressive side. Yes. Hey, look at us. We're cool, too. We want to do what all the New York people do. And, there, and there's some of that. Right. And I, I, I figure they know financially fiduciarily it's right. not the best idea right but I, there's a, there's always a lot of pressure on leaders that that uh, in Alabama to be more in line with the progressive movement because if you're against that you're automatically a redneck a rube uneducated so hey let's be let's be cool like New York and California there's some of that but but there should be people really asking questions about hey where's the rest of our return if y'all have been playing off in the ESG world. Yeah. Don't you agree? Oh, I absolutely agree. And I think people, when they realize, especially the people who are paying attention and mm-hmm. our readers and our listeners are, um, but if they understand what ESG is and what our, what government is doing with their money, if they're in that system, mm-hmm. should be outraged by it. And they should not let up on the questions they're asking. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, these are people who worked their whole lives and they're putting their money in it. And now 
not only are some some of it unfunded, but right. also what are you doing? Right. And so then my question is, why are our leaders, people who are in Alabama, whether mm-hmm. they're from here or not, why do they insist on being like the New York liberals or the California progressives? Why won't they say, we're not going to do that here? Right. This is a terrible idea. It, well, it really is. I think I've, I've tried to think of this a lot of times because Alabama is a very red state, very conservative state. People as a whole are. Um, oftentimes we don't elect people that conservative, but I, but I console myself by saying the person running that's not very conservative ran like they were rock solid. <laughs> you know, I mean, yes. vote for me. I'm a, I'm a warrior kind of person. Right. Um, but there, there's a couple of different pressures. One is the history of Alabama. Uh, they don't want us to appear. They won't, don't want to fill in. Um, you've heard it before. Let's elect somebody who looks good. We don't want the person that looks bad who might be, you know, might kind of say things that people. Let's get, let's get the person that has a good face. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure they can put a good face on Alabama so they can do whatever it is. I don't know. So there's a lot of let's don't um, continue the stigma. Where mm-hmm. Alabama's all racist and redneck, et cetera, et cetera. So there's there's part of that. Then you have a lot of people who are in charge in Alabama who did go to what I call some pointy head schools at times, <laughs> or or they or they want to consider themselves very educated. That that allure of hey, you know, if if I'm really educated, if I'm really smart, I'll be more liberal. Mm-hmm. That is that is strong. It really really is. So they want to prove how smart they are, and the only way they know to prove how smart they are is to be liberal or to sound liberal or have liberal policies. I mean, think how cool it sounds. Oh, we absolutely, we're involved in the ESG investment strategies. Do you think they take away their Southern accent when they say that? Oh, um, surely they do. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, they try to say it in a different way. Out of Montgomery, and you're like, Uh wow. Okay, so you're Southern. That's fine. This is how we sound. But you just wonder if they're having these conversations. Oh, we don't do those stupid things in Alabama. We're, of course, a part of the ESG. Yes, absolutely. Of course you do. But actually, because I mean, saving the planet yes. and making sure that everything's equitable and socially justice, and then those things are so much more important than just the pursuit of a dollar. Yes. Doesn't it sound good? We're not the Alabama good? of the past. We're the Alabama exactly. of the future. That's right. Yeah, I mean, because that, that's what it sounds like mm-hmm. when they have that conversation. Yes. No, it absolutely is. And no doubt. also, peer pressure is not dead. I don't care how old you are. Right. Right. I well, mean, like, all I'm let, thinking let me ask of, you this, though. Yeah. So if you say, um, and I, I think this is a small part of it, too. So most of Alabama is conservative, God-fearing, yes. patriotic, red-blooded Americans, men and women that would just, you know, give you the shirt off the back, fight with you to the end for what is right, go to church the whole nine yards. I think they see all these people out here that all believe these things, and they want to be different. Mm. They want to be above. Excellent point. So to be more elite— they have to be the opposite, so they they gravitate towards. I'm I'm a little more highbrow. I, I you know I think a little bit more about things. Y'all just care about money and guns and Bibles. I care about social justice and the climate. I I, I just have to believe there is yeah, some of that. Yeah, I think so. I mean, because I think they're the same people who still wear their face mask. Oh my gosh! Yes. You know, I mean, or enjoyed making all of us have to wear it from time to time, enjoyed making us stay at home. I agree with you. There's that group of people Mm -hmm. that are, look, we're all wretched sinners. But in this area, it seems that it smacks of hypocrisy and Mm self-righteousness. And it seems that it's that same crowd that would still at the particular sporting event that our children play. Still, there are a few people in their N95s. And I'm like, Really? (laughs) You must also be an ESG person. Right. Because you actually believe that. Okay, so let me ask you. I saw a thing. I talked about it on my radio program today. I think he's MMA or one of those you know, beat the crap out of you in the in the cage match. Which one things. is that? Do you watch I don't that? Know. No, I'm not. I'm I not think it's horrible. I think we should just go on to gladiator games. Just have an island. Yes. Take. Okay, Epstein's not using his island. He didn't kill no, himself. No. But take that island, mow down all his satanic. Uh, you know, temples and all the things yeah. he did, terrible stuff, and put a coliseum in. It's it's not in anybody's jurisdiction, and just fight it out. And if you win and you're still alive, <laughs> you get the millions of dollars. Are we? I mean, we're close to that. Yeah, we I mean, are. Nobody's dying. We are. But it is just you know blood sport. But what was the guy's name? I think it was. I think it was Tate. Okay. And I was pointing out that a lot of people always say, even like corruption in Alabama, that it's all about the money. Follow the money. Follow the money. Now I get that. That's true. I mean, the, the love of money. 
But he's saying that, no, it's just beyond that for these elites, global elites, whatever. It is power. Yes. They, ha- they have all the money in the world. He actually points out they don't, they don't need money. They print money. Mm. They can just print new magic money yes. to, to fund whatever it is they want. They don't need that. But it is absolute power. And he was saying that, and think about it, because you probably know some folks that, that might be like this. The charge they get when they tell all of us we have to stay home. Mm. Yes. But then they're, they're, they don't have to because, you know, they're, they're the elite. They're in charge. They need to be going around and see what's doing. When they tell everybody to wear a mask and everybody's wearing a mask and all the little kids are masked and then they're not. Yeah. Just the the unbelievable kind of thrill of, hey, I am so special. I'm different. All you must do what I say, but I don't have yeah. to. And I think he's absolutely on to something. And we have a lot of that here in the state of Alabama, that that viewpoint of, well, we're different than all you you rams out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there's our name. Mm-hmm. I agree 100% because I think it is about power. And you do watch these people, and they are very much into, look at me, I am so special but what I wonder is the people that were made to serve the powerful in the mm-hmm. pictures that you see from either the parties that they're still having and they're making their servants wear. Yeah, and they are o- servants. Oprah's house. Oprah's house. Or you look at the Obamas way back when he had his birthday party. Mm-hmm. Or you, I, I saw something last week that was in New York and things that are happening in California because they've decided that masking is just such a genius thing to do. Right. But the elites, you're right, never have anything on. And I would like just one time for somebody to say, what are you doing? I'm not going to do this. If you're not going to do it, I'm not going to do it. You know, because, and and I think that that's the insidious thing about it is that people's um, confidence was taken away. Mm -hmm. Um, No more do we have people saying, nope, I'm not going to do it. Because then the shame that falls on you for disagreeing with the powerful people is very heavy right. to carry. But I do look at these pictures and I'm shouting at them and saying, what are you doing? Right. Why would Don't you put be your doing face. this? Don't mm-hmm. put it on or walk out. I know right. you need a job, but there are plenty of people hiring right now. Right. Also, by the way, though, people are still, and it must feel so good in the hospitals, they're still made to wear a mask. Oh, I know. Well, you know, my, we, our family had, a, had an incident yes. a few weeks ago and we had to go and... Chris still has to wear a mask. Like, and it makes... It just makes no sense. I would whatsoever. like for the hospital they people the to people. say, "Stop it." Well, what if the ho- yeah the hospital people the, you the know employees that this is a lie. A the employees as a whole are being made to be subservient to whatever that hospital CEO says because of the CMS money right. from Joe Biden. Right. Except that that's ridiculous because it's boosted and vaxxed and masked as Biden and his wife were, and they still, they still got, got it. COVID. And he got it like, he got a rebound case. Mm-hmm. Really, surely somebody should say, okay, so okay, so we're done. We're done. You, but it's still that would, power. You would think the hospital administrators would, and that's where I put a tremendous amount of the blame. Yes, I do too. Because um, they know better. Yes. So there's a, there's a lawsuit, I think it's in Maine, where a professor was let go because she... Um, Refused to wear a mask or whatever. Um, she shows up at some function that's a university function. Maybe it's before she let, was let go. The president of the university shows up, no mask. And so that's really kind of her sticking point because after that happened, and she said, okay, we well, are trying to make me wear a mask. I'm not going to wear a mask. Show me your data, university or college. Show me your data that says masking works. And that we should all wear masks. Just, just give me the data. I'm right. a, I'm a, I'm right. a professor. Y'all are all smart people. We're smart people. Just show me the data. And of course, they didn't, and fired her anyway. So that's kind of the question for all for it all is. these hospitals. Show us the data. You and I both know. Your husband knows. We all know there was never data before COVID. There was never data nearing COVID. And there's no data now right. that says masks do anything for respiratory viruses. We all right. know that. Right. So. Show us the data. Give yeah. it to us. We're this. Well, we're about to be twenty twenty three, and they're still masking kids in certain states. It really is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But when I look around, even here in Alabama, or I see the sign because one of our kids had a horrible incident, and we had to go. Um, she had to have surgery, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting in the lobby because I'm like, I'm not putting this on. Right. And we go to the back, and they're like, Oh, here, put this on. I'm mm-hmm. like, You know, this doesn't work. Right. But what did every, they say? What did they say? Well, in case they we can't believe. Track- we believe that masks work. 
Did she and really? It was a dude. And he said, we believe mask work. And you know, you still need to wear this to um, keep yourself safe and keep us safe. And I'm like, are you, are you, are you still trying to use that line? Okay. Are so, you so, serious? So, so that is so different than my experience. I mean, completely ridiculous. Now going into did he the believe hospital, it? I don't think know he if he believed it. it. I, I had to win did. him over to even be nice that uh, morning really? of surgery. Okay. And it was one of those that I'm like, right. Okay. Whatever. Because they're running around scared to death that the CMS funding is going to be pulled right. from the hospitals. But all it would take is one or two hospital system CEOs who know the truth, right. who will not wear a face mask, who run around their office doing their own thing and then make everybody in the hospital wear it. Right. It would just take one or two of them to say, hey, Biden, we're done. Right. If you want to cut off all these the the, the, the folks that need the CMS money, then you then talk just, about you cut reversing it, right? Right. You're not for those people. Okay. Right. Well, then guess what? We're not for them either. We're going to take our mask off, and you're going right. to have to deal with it. Right. So where are you going to send them now? Right. It would just take a minute. Except the Biden administration no might actually say we don't do care. It. Well, die. the Biden administration right. doesn't care. So my but experience it is power. was different. Oh, it, it was. So when we went to the hospital, because you know I can't help myself, they they asked for the mask thing, and I'm like, you know, these things don't work. And the lady said, oh, we all know. Yes. But we have to. Yes. Now, I was fine with that. I'm okay with that. I, I'm okay with even complying when someone says, I know it's stupid, but we got to we gotta do it. Yes. Because that makes me feel better about it. It's the people who believe in it that bother me the most. Yes. So I'm not one of those folks that says, well, if you believe it, it's this good. I'm like, no, if you believe something that's not true, I don't think it's good. But I was okay with the, uh, so let's get to where you started earlier. So we've got somebody, there's a new story, guy moving here from the state of California to Alabama. Muscle Shoals. I would have thought that is just like, eh, I can't move to Alabama. So what's what's the story? What's he doing? How'd he get here? How'd he choose it? He fled lawless California. Okay. And he was excited that our police enforce the law. It's really that simple. What I'm most proud of, though, is that he landed in a town we love very much, which is Muscle Shoals. Muscle Shoals. So a huge shout out to our North Alabama family, uh, Florence. For being and a place Sheffield that people And so Muscle Shoals. what is Shoals. good about Muscle Shoals? What's that Muscle Everything's Shoals? Everything's good have a place about Muscle Shoals. Shoals. The lake okay, that no so one believes is there. It's the Tennessee River. Okay. Wilson Lake. It's right. not Lake Wilson in all of the maps. Get right. that right. Why do we read that? Why do, why do our lakes, or why do we have multiple lakes that are kind of like the same names? Because we're not very so creative. Have, okay. So we're like Wilson Lake Great, and Lake Wilson. Yeah, it's What's not Lake Wilson. What's the one at Wilson. Auburn? Uh, Lake Martin. Okay, and which is in the one over here. I don't here know. We don't go to that one. Martin, We're not Lake, there's Lake Tiger Martin fans. Martin, we love something. a lot of Auburn fans. Right. Um, no, but, you know, Helen Keller's from Muscle Shoals. She's a communist. What, I know that she was a communist, okay. but she's still yeah. from there. I'm not even sure she was a communist. I don't I mean, think she was a communist, theory. but I think she was no, a socialist in her own communist, words. But I think the person who said everything for her was a communist. Oh, Annie. Yeah, because I'm not sure Helen really knew about communism. I don't know, but I know from some of the things that we, we've watched a documentary on her. We've been to the little, you know, right, um, the little house, the play about her life, right. which is right. amazing. Mm -hmm. um, and I've read some of her writings, and and I believe that she believed she was a socialist, but I mm -hmm. agree with you that she was probably very much influenced by the company mm -hmm. that she kept. You ever heard um, of that conspiracy theory? Yes, I have. Okay. I have because we live in Muscle Shoals, so we need to know about Muscle Shoals. Right. You also have the Jazz Festival because jazz is huge up in uh -huh. Florence, Alabama. Okay. There's a WC Handy Music uh -huh. Festival Isn't every this where summer. Elvis Presley's kind of started. Um, I don't know that, but uh -huh. what I do know is that the epic Muscle Shoals Sound Studio, okay, is there, and the Swampers, who are the backup musicians for the Muscle Shoals Sound, are there. Uh -huh. They play at the resort that's up there the Marriott Shoals and Resort. And there's also, and you need to take your wife, so Lori, let me know when he takes you. Okay. There is the 360 Grill. That's the one on top of the building. It revolves. That's cool. So we went for our anniversary and how's for the, just a girl's night. The food? That's what I care Phenomenal about. Phenomenal food. Really? Like usually we went those really for, cool places, the food's like, went like for Chris big, Shaver's birthday. This, the, the picture is on my Facebook he had a filet. He's like, this is probably the best filet I've ever had. We've got friends who are in the restaurant business. That is their favorite restaurant in the state. Really? Yes. 
They love it. You need to go. The creme brulee, they don't just give you a tiny little creme brulee. Tiny little creme brulee. They give you a big bowl of creme brulee. I fudge brownie with ice cream. They have fudge brownie. I'm fudge brownie with ice cream. You're creme brulee. But I also can go for fudge brownie with ice cream. Okay, still. Don't be trying to straddle so the fence So what now. I'm saying is, for all of you in North Alabama that have been faithful ris- listeners and subscribers, mm-hmm. thank you, because we love Muscle Shoals. It is a great place to live and to be from. And I just ended my sentence with a preposition, I think. Um, but Muscle Shoals is great. And so I can see why this man lives there. Why wouldn't he? Why and he wouldn't he want happy, to live there? He happy He's because happy because we enforce the laws. Yes, because we actually uh, deal with criminals. Mm-hmm. We don't let them get away with murder and other horrible things that are going on out in Maybe California. I to try to have him on the program. We okay. can just find out what it was like in California. I have some friends who actually moved from California. I'll find him. And it's kind of fascinating to hear their story. They're a Christian family and... California is like a different country. It is a different country. I don't, I don't think people realize how different the worldview is, oh. at least around the blue cities. Now, out in the, the rural parts, probably is very similar to Alabama, <laughs> but in the blue cities, it's rough. I took Will to California. That was going to be a prep school that he attended out there. Right. We love the people running the school. Great people. Mm-hmm. Good school. But we got out there. We get to the hotel, and he's like, can we go back tomorrow? Right. Like, literally, it is a wasteland. Um, he just, just that feeling, that feeling of oppression. Right. And it wasn't just because it was dry, um, or that it was hot. It was just, there's just this feeling in the air that you're like, we are not in Alabama anymore. Right. We're not, we're not, we are not not in in Alabama Alabama anymore. Never mind how beautiful, you know, LA is and parts of it where all the giant mansions are. We can drive through Mountain Brook and see that. (laughs) And we get nice people. Um, okay. Last, but well, maybe not last. Um, did you see the story? And this was on Big Fox about the teacher in Utah, and I will barely touch on it, talking about education because we're back in school. Okay. You're driving a yep. bus. Mm-hmm. But uh, essentially, she has a non-white classroom. No, I missed this completely. So what, I what's mean, the story? I mean, that, she's, that, that she's is basically the story. Of... She's happy. She is really. Oh, there's no whiteness. So she is celebrating that she has a diverse classroom okay. and that it is a non-white classroom because ultimately isn't that the end of CRT and SEL? Right, right, right. Is we don't want any whiteness. No whiteness. So she probably has, so she probably has Hispanic kids because we're talking about Utah. Well, yes. I mean, you don't know, but this is Utah. Utah. A bit to a bunch it's of white really kids. really conservative. So, yeah, but they really have messed up. They have yeah, Mitt Romney. Do. That's true. They have some issues. I don't know what, You're right. what it is. You're right. I'm wrong. The, um, can you call my wife and get, see if you can get her to say that ever? Um, the, so wait a minute, but she has, she probably has Hispanic kids. She probably has black kids. She probably has Asian kids. She probably has white kids. It's Utah. She has white kids. Yes. But she comes out and says, I have a non-white classroom. Yeah. So here's my question because the ultimate end is the offing of all white people. Right. I mean, if you take it to the logical conclusion, white people or or whiteness, I think it's whiteness. I think whiteness and anything that they can label because they do change the definitions. Right. Frequently, right. as we've seen with the Merriam-Webster right. Dictionary, or they eliminate things they don't like. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's probably the end of whiteness. Right. Um, but then you think, well, if you're labeling everything and then you're changing what you don't like, you really don't ever want this to end. So this philosophy that you have is a circular philosophy, and you can't get anywhere with it. And it gives you this feeling of power, but really, you just look like a hamster on a wheel going nowhere. Because you've always got the next thing you got to fix. You got the, the next, next thing, thing you got to fix. The next and thing that makes you feel. Uh, well, the next thing you've got to deconstruct, and the next right. thing you've got to solve, and the next right. person you've got to help, and right. it's on and on. It's exhausting. Right. Okay, so so here will be my example of it, and this is not a good one because I know I'm going to offend somebody, but kind of how we've. How do you say it? Um, well, people used to be, a long time ago, someone who had been in a car wreck or whatever or born ended up with polio were, were crippled. Yes. Right? Yes. And then so people said, I think I think, I think, think your child may be crippled. Well, crippled became bad. Yes. So, what is, so you couldn't say crippled. Now, this was way before CRT, way before political correctness. Right. And so you couldn't say crippled. So we went to, was handicap next? Handicap was next. And then after handicap, Special decide, needs. Then it was special needs and then handy capable and handy, which, so I'm not making fun of anyone, but to your point, how the words change. So we have a word that somebody doesn't like the word because the word has, um, I mean, it's just not a cheery word. It's a true word. It means something. Right. And so we decide we don't like that word. So we get a new word. Well, the new word 
means the same thing as the old word that we replaced. So now the new word has a non-cheery feeling. Right. So we have to replace that one. And so I'm wondering with this whole anti-whiteness, and I think our our viewers and listeners need to figure out that anti-whiteness is not necessarily we don't like white people. Right. It is we don't like Western civilization. Mm. We don't like Christianity. We don't like the nuclear family. We don't like, um, well, work ethic is part of anti-whiteness. We don't like the work ethic. We don't like the scientific method. We don't like, what's another one that's uh, in there that people are shocked? Um, Critical thinking. Yeah, none of that. None of that stuff. All that stuff has to be gotten rid of, and that is all whiteness. Conservatism is whiteness. And it doesn't matter if, if the person is black, if they believe in those things, they're whitey. Right. If they're Hispanic and they believe those things, they are whitey. If you're white and you believe those things, you're whitey. Right. So we're not getting rid of people. We're getting rid of a, a philosophy or a worldview. Yes. And then if they can use it to stri- you know, stir up racism, they will, Right. just in case. But it's really about worldview. Isn't that it right? is. I would agree. I, it's very much about worldview. And I think, you know, we toss around the words, you know, socialism, Marxism, really yeah. the root is communism because mm-hmm. it's the destruction and the overflow, uh, uh, the overthrow right. of the family and of society. If anything right. that's culturally right. norm, normal must be overthrown. Right. Um, because they couldn't religion's do it. Religion's got to be overthrown. Religion's got to be overthrown. The family's got to be overthrown. Schools have got to be overthrown. Mm-hmm. And so you have these little seeds of of anger and disagreement and discontent mm-hmm. sown everywhere. And so that these people are constantly looking for and finding and fixing, but they're never fixing anything mm-hmm. and then moving on to the next thing. And right. so that is such a divisive, destructive worldview. And as Christians, mm-hmm. we have no option but to fight back against it because right. it's antithetical to the gospel. Right. Because there is a standard, and the only thing they know is they must get away from the standard because they can't meet the standard. But what they don't know is that in Christ they could. Right. Because of Christ and his sacrifice, not on your own merit. Mm -hmm. But it is exhausting to watch these people invent the new, latest, greatest thing that we're all going to be in a tizzy about. Right. Well, they have the answer at the very, very end. Well, we'll just get rid of all the differences and we'll quit arguing if y'all will just all be like us and we'll all just wear gray and we'll all just think the same thing and yes. we'll all just we'll all march together and it'll all be great and we'll all work together and it'll be the utopia. And and sometimes in a moment of weakness I feel sorry for them. Yes. Because I'm like, you just gotta find the truth. You gotta find the way. You gotta find you know, seek light, you know, seek Jesus. And they just they just refuse. And That's if you right. watch some of these people and you've seen them on uh libs of TikTok or whatever. Yes. They really, I mean, I do feel sorry. I mean, they're crazy. Yeah. I mean, there's, not, not there's like, some nutty people. They they really are struggling, looking for looking for something better. And they've decided that they can virtue signal. This is their cause. They're going to make it better. And they keep passing it down to their schools or to their children. And that's how we get, what was it, the white school? The all-white yes, school? Yes, the uh, non-white classroom. Non-white classroom. Coming to a classroom near you. Well, no one, you know, to bring it back to Alabama, who of our elected officials are are fighting all this stuff? That is a fantastic question. I mean, truly. Mm -hmm. You do wonder why they don't know more about this, why they're being led around by the AEA, which, by the way, is not conservative, and we'll have to do a whole show about that, even though they've rebranded themselves here again, changing the language because they've been found out. So, oh, let's try to pull the wool over these people's eyes again. But you do wonder why our leaders don't know more and they won't Mm -hmm. fight back. Because then you start to ask, well, then are we all related nationally through the NEA? You know, in Stephanie Holden Smith's awesome pieces that she writes about education, there really is that link between the NEA and the AEA. So then you begin to wonder who who's in our classrooms yeah, after link, all. That link is tighter than the than the average rank and file member knows. Yes, and, yes. And, and unfortunately, so many of the rank and file members believe that they they couldn't have as much influence unless they were tied in. And, and I think they could still be a body. They could still be a, a professional body. Um, and be an Alabama body with Alabama values if they wanted to be. And that gets back to what you were saying at the beginning. It's almost like you're a professional and you do this. Mm-hmm. 
But you said at the beginning, when we were talking about ESG, that it's that same mindset that we're, we don't really want to reflect Alabama. We want to be able to say and travel in those New York elite and right. California elite circles that oh, we don't, we are as cool as you guys. Right. We do what you do. We follow ESG. We're all about diversity in the classroom. We may have a shameful past, and we do, mm-hmm. but on some things, on some things, on mm-hmm. some things, right? It is not everything. But this is what they're doing in education. Of course, we're with the NEA. Right. Of course, we follow their guidance. Right. Of course, we're going to be with Castle and do what the school counselors have to say. Right. You know, and so they're led around by that thinking right. instead of what right. you've just said by Alabama thinking right. and, and, and Alabama and, and, and values. And also, you have to wonder sometimes if they're like, "Hey, we're getting it done." Just yeah. look in Alabama, we're getting it done. They don't even know. Parents don't even know. No, we're we're doing it. We're from the top to the bottom. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. Years ago, when when I failed, and I've admitted before, it's one of my greatest failings in the legislature. I had Common Core. In my hand, death grip, choking the life out of it. And I let a couple people in leadership tell me, look, you just let it go. We'll kill it next year. Mm. And I let it go when I had it. So, you know, I I feel a lot of the blame. Now, was everybody, a lot of other people for it? Yes, but I had it. You know, I had the snake. Yeah, you did. And, um... And I remember talking to one of those same leaders a few years later who had kind of had a change of heart, which frustrated me because his reasons for changing the heart, I sat in his office multiple days, told him all those reasons, but he couldn't, he didn't get it from me. So he figured it out later. He still didn't, wasn't willing to go kill it off later. But once he figured it out and I was like, you do realize if we continue to teach all this stuff, this worldview stuff, this liberal worldview stuff, no one will ever vote for conservatives again. Mm. I said, that's the strategy. That's the plan. Why are we letting that happen? I even gave him the benefit of the doubt saying, no one will vote for a me or a you ever again. Mm. And we're spending our tax dollars. We're allowing it to happen. We're teaching the future voters never to be for the things we believe in. And he agreed. But we still have it. We still have it today. So it's a lot deeper. And, I agree. It's a hard issue. And a lot of our elected officials don't want to buck some of the big business interest mm-hmm. because the big business interests are tied in with the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, which is tied in with all the, you know, the elite kind of crowd and all that kind of stuff. And they have a vision for the country and a vision for the world. And they're able to force it down even into an Alabama, which is why I think they dislike people like Governor Ron DeSantis so much. Because, you know, he kind of got lucky and ended up winning right? when they almost elected the crazy Democrat right. who's, what, arrested for yes. all kinds. He was into all kinds of stuff. <laughs> he and he almost trouble. won. Yep. And they acted like he was a saint when he was running, remember? Yes, I do. Um, so it's, it's just frustrating to know how the people believe and to think all of the good things we could do in this state if our leaders actually ever tried to do the things they Tell us they're for when they're campaigning. They are, I'm thinking of two things. They are beholden to money mm-hmm. and they are bound by fear. Yes. And and as long and as they're we, not afraid of us. And they're, they're not, not afraid, afraid of the afraid voters. Of the people. And, and 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 we haven't given them any reason to be afraid of us mm. because we have proven as Alabama voters, all of us, mm-hmm. that if if certain groups will spend the right amount of money. We will vote the way they want us to. Yes. And that's all it takes. And I can remember being in the meetings going, you know, we, we need to be doing, well, you know, it, it doesn't matter as long as they spend enough money. People will vote the way we tell them to as long as we buy enough ads and we tell them to and they'll vote that way. Do you think people would be shocked if you had a secret camera in the meetings that you guys had? Just just filming like the, the conversations or if somebody were just listening, if I came in and I just happened to be on the other side of the door and you were in with some of the other leaders and y'all started talking, would people be surprised at the things that they said if they didn't know I was there? Yes. Yes. Would they but, be surprised? But, but they would be surprised because they would hear their senator or their house member or their governor saying the opposite behind closed doors than they just said on the television ad. Two days before. That is so disheartening. I told you one of the times that they were the most angry with me. We were doing we were doing a gun bill, 
Um, and I said in the caucus meeting, look, all, I'm, all I want you to do, I helped with many of your campaigns. I helped do some of your mail pieces. I helped do some of your radio. I helped do all that kind of stuff. All I'm asking y'all to do is vote the way all your mail pieces, all your campaign pieces <laughs> said you would vote. That's all I'm asking. And they were so angry. Not all of them. There's some good ones. Right. But just to be that angry going, I can't believe you're going to make me vote the way I said it was because so-and-so lobbyist is going to be mad at me. That's just the way it is. People would be shocked. And and they don't have to, you don't have to take my word for it. Just look at our record in the state of Alabama. Yeah. It's an excellent point. I mean, even the pro-life bill that we passed, the greatest, strongest pro-life bill in the country as soon as Roe v. Wade gets sent back to the states, the sponsor of the bill says, "I think we might need to go back and look at it." I'm like, "Wait a minute, I you're mean, the sponsor." That, that that right there made me want to just fall out, right? Because you suspect it, you know, of certain right. people, but then when they come out and say it, you're like, "Wait a minute, what? Why, why did you do that?" You there were so many times we would have pro life legislation, and 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 people would say, "Just let Scott and them pass it." Roe v. Wade's never going to be overturned. Just let them pass it. Yeah. The court will stop it. Scott will quit giving us a hard time. And so that's kind of what happened. They were like, just pass mm. it and make it look, we'll look good. We'll go home. We'll tell everybody how Yay. tough we are. We're great. It'll never change. Then it changes. They're like, well, maybe we need to look at it again. That's pathetic. It, but I'm it, sorry, it but really, it is. It really shows how it works. Yeah. So you don't, they, people don't have to believe me. Right. Just look at the responses from elected officials. Look at how many elected officials say they're against Common Core from the from the governor's office all oh, the way down. Come on, and we that's can't, exactly we right. We can't get rid of it. Can't ever, especially you can't get rid of something that's not there, Scott. Oh, that's true. It doesn't even exist. It doesn't right. exist. It's Alabama. It's Alabama standards, they're, they're, which we made up ourselves. Right. We did not what did rewrite we say? that. I think it was on this show that we said they basically took a Toyota truck, yes, and put Ford rims and tires on it, yes. And said, it's not a Toyota truck. That's exactly it's right. A, it's an Alabama. Also, it's, you said that, mm-hmm. and it's brilliant. Right. Okay. I mean, because well, th- this is this is exactly what it is. And so we have our work cut out for us then. We do. We got a lot of work. Constantly, but that, we have but a that's lot why of work we are here. That's why this is Alabama that's right. Unfiltered. That's why we are here for you. I wish Al had been here, but she missed out. So uh, she'll have to do double duty next week. Maybe we just let her do it by herself next week. I think we should. That is a great plan. She'll love Let's that. Do it. Any last words from you, Abs? Uh... No, because then it'll bring us into a whole other discussion of sharks. So let's just save that. We can save sharks because they're still going to be there. Let's save sharks. Have you seen Not any of the, really have you save seen a any shark. Of, I'll save my shark story. The real shark story. Have you seen yes. any of the pictures? I don't like them. I it have seen you, the pictures. It makes you not, not be big on the beach. It's the reason why I can only watch Shark Week every 10 years. And then when you find <laughs> out that they're in Alabama, you're like, right. I am never going right. in the but water But they are again. not in Muscle Shoals. They're not in Muscle Shoals. They has a lake. Maybe Gators, but Wilson. not... Wilson Lake. Wilson Lake. Not Lake Wilson. Okay. No gators? They say there are, but I've never seen them. Never seen one. Got I it. love I love Muscle Shoals. Shout out to you, my people. She wants she wants a discount on that dinner at the revolving the revolving restaurant. 360 grill, get it straight. There we go. We got it. Thanks for watching Alabama Unfiltered. Like we always ask for, please tell other people about it. That's why we grow are growing by leaps and bounds because of you and your help. Y'all have a great one. See y'all. <laughs>